You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And there it is. That famous song that indicates it's another edition of The Middle. It's a Thursday edition, and it's Thursday night football. We got a game to actually watch tonight, Barrett. I'm kind of excited about that uh, since we don't have Eagles football this weekend. But, uh, you know, we still got a lot of stuff to kick around here today, still regarding this quarterback situation. I've got uh, some quarterback rankings from NFL.com. We got Jerry Jones uh, made his weekly visit uh, to the radio in Dallas this week, yesterday, I believe and said, had some things to say about Dak Prescott and the wide receiving group in Dallas that's making the rounds. Right, And right. Uh, we got some breaking news yesterday on Tiger Woods. Yeah, so we got a yeah. lot to kick around here today. Plus, Sixers and Flyers played last night. I watched a little bit of the Sixers game. I did, I did too. I did not tune into the Flyers. No. Our, our friend Jason Mertides predicted that they would win last night against the New Jersey Devils. Not only was he wrong about that, but they didn't even score a goal. They get shut out by the lowly New Jersey Devils. Uh, so their losing streak rolls on to 10. Um, and the Sixers found a way to win it again. Joel Embiid was fantastic. They beat the Hornets. In back always beat the Hornets situations. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Hornets have some decent players, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's those are good wins. Any wins right now for this team are, are good wins, but uh, nothing new on the Ben Simmons front. Uh, but uh, Joe Banner uh, was making the rounds apparently this week. Philly.com's got some question and answer with Joe Banner. And we actually have some poll question stuff. Uh, from our old radio station, apparently, that's going on right now as we speak regarding the Eagles and Nick Sirianni. I think we may want to get to these poll questions at some point, but we're also going to have some special guests on the program today. What? At, at noon. At noon? We, at noon. We're <laughs> going to have two guests at the same time, and that's going to be Mike Mulhern and Amy Fadul-Kane are going to be joining the show. <laughs> 
What are we doing, man? We're going to be double teaming, triple teaming Barrett Brooks and having some fun on the show at noon. Oh, no. Here we go. Here yeah, we so, go. So you might want to check your emails between now and noon just to see <laughs> if you're missing anything. Okay. okay. I, it's funny you say that because I'm looking at my phone now. And uh, <laughs> the guy that does my baritone. Yeah. I call him Crank. Crank just said, you going to send that piece? I said, I sent it two days ago. I didn't send it. Uh, you didn't send it to me. I looked at it. I didn't send it to you him. You didn't send it. <laughs> now, what happened? Like, where was the breakdown? Did you think that you hit send and didn't, or what? Well, I I, I sent like three different pieces to 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 four different people, and it got switched up. So that's what happened. All right. So is it corrected now? I hope so. In fact, let me call him now. Hold on a second. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me call. I'm him looking now. here on the stream here. Oh, you're going to call him live on the show? Yeah. Good. This is good audio here. I'm not going to tell him he's on either. Well, he's not on the radio, so that's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. Huh? Crank, what's up, man? You didn't get it? I thought I sent that like two days ago. I got the... Uh, so we talked on the phone. You were going to send me a, a clip of like the play itself, right? I, got. I sent and that. Then- yeah, so then, like, your recording, I, I, I never received. I was, I I just, was going to get it yesterday, but I see it in there now. I assumed it just didn't, maybe it was an upload thing or something. Bro, I sent that, like, I thought I sent it, like, two days ago. That's been done. I, I sent it right after I sent the um the play itself. Oh, for real? Yeah, my fault, man. Well, man, it's, I mean, forget about it, man. It's, 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 it's the bye week anyways, man. My fault, bro. No, it's all right. I got all day to do it. I'll get it up. All right, thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. No problem. All right, later. Yep. All right, so it's taken care of. Yes, I mean, I make mistakes sometimes, man. You know what it is with this. <laughs> CTE, man, CTE, Well, man. you sent the play, though. That's the thing. So, you know, you have to send the play and then what your analysis of the play. And I send the play in my analysis, and yeah. stuff. Right, so okay. he breaks it down. You know, I, I wish we could show it on uh, our I show. I know. But he breaks it down with the graphics and stuff because we can't show the play itself. But we could show the graphics of the play being broke down, you know, what's what's going on in the play. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I tell him what I like and what I'm looking at. And he's able to take that and and, and put it in X and O form. It's really cool how he does, man. If you ever look at Baritone, man, it's really I've cool how him. he does that stuff. So I just wish we could play it on the show. That would be I, awesome. Me too, man. I me mean, too, man. You know, because that, that's what the people love. They love to, you know, to see like you and then and, and see Baldy and guys like that break down right. plays. Westbrook's starting to do it too. Is he really? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Westbrook started to do it. But I broke down how they made it a purpose to make sure that Miles Sanders got his touches in this last game. Mm-hmm. They actually game planned him into a lot of plays in which they took advantage of him being one on one against safeties and linebackers. So it was, it was. It was funny, man, because, you know. In the pass game you're talking about? In the passing game, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just in the rub, but in the passing game. You know what I mean? A lot of times he was one-on-one. He was beating them. And, I mean, he's that type of athlete. He's dynamic. He's explosive. You know, he's he's one of our most explosive players on the team. We just don't use him nearly enough. And it's not like other teams you just can really game plan. I think a lot of the times it's almost like the coaches get lazy because Jalen Hurts is such a a, – a great player at, at, at when things break down, he can make things happen. Right. But you start getting lazy and not game planning as much as you should game plan to really take advantage of key matchups. Right. I mean, why you did know? it take until week 13 to really get 
Miles Sanders going in the pass game is my question. Right, and, and Dallas yeah. got it also. Right, right. Dallas got it also. If, 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 if That's one thing about when I was with Gruden. Gruden was a, a whiz, a mastermind at taking advantage of situations where he knew what the defense was going to do and he wanted to get it to a certain player and he would game plan and play and, and have that play go directly to that player. That's why Bobby Hoying looked as good as he did mm-hmm. for that short stint during that um, the year before we went 13 and me three and 13. Right. He would tell him, all right, on this two J all go, you're going to throw it to the seam route, throw it to the seam route, wherever the receiver is in the seam, throw it to that guy. So we throw it in practice and it'd be an interception. He said, don't worry about that. Right. Our defense are, are, are pricks. Not, don't, don't do that. You know, don't right, worry right. about it. Wait till the game in the game. Bam. He throw it to him. It's wide open. So he, right. he basically just cut half the field down and would throw it straight to that guy. That's why Bobby Hall was simple. good there. He made it real simple for the quarterback. Yep. So And now, then he left. Right, and Gruden then he had left. To, and then, so he didn't have the means of reading a defense, number one. Who was the he offensive had, coordinator after Gruden then? Dana Bible. Oh, yeah, okay. Well-traveled Dana Bible. He's been he all got over fired. Place. Well, he got fired or, or relieved of his duties halfway through the season. And um, we had an uh, – um, what was his name? Oh, my goodness. I forget his name. He was he was actually on a squad. He was actually on a on a um on a roster. Bill Musgrave. Bill Musgrave. Oh, he was a quarterback from yeah. Oregon, University of Oregon, I think. Well, he actually ended up being an office quarterback for the second half of the year. Mm. But he was on a roster the year before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on a on a roster as a backup quarterback. Right. And then the next That'd year. That'd be like having Josh McCown be your offensive coordinator. Right. You right. Know, That's like exactly the scenario yeah. was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So see, but like this is how all this stuff gets started. Okay. Now we have not fostered any quarterback controversy stuff in all no. seriousness. Anything anything that we have said about it this week has been sarcasm and right, sort right. of poking fun at those that do make uh a quarterback controversy out of what happened last Sunday. So, but here's where the fans have a right to question things and maybe think that there could be because they start to see Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard be featured the week that the backup quarterback plays. So they're like thinking like, well, what's going on? Is it something that they don't like in Jalen Hurts or Jalen Hurts isn't isn't finding these guys in the progression and, and all of a sudden Minshew plays and he boom, boom, boom. Here comes Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard making all kinds of plays in the first quarter of the game. They're like, where was that with Jalen Hurts? Maybe there, maybe there is something to this. It does it's look really the coaching. It's right. really the coaching, right? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, they made it a point to make sure these guys had plays going We're to We're featured. Them. Yeah. But it's all it's, – it's, 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 it's because what happened the week before where Dallas Otto Gallard only got three targets. Right. And one catch for zero yards. That's something they can't do. They just paid this guy. So they saw that was a major, major – malfunction in the offense that you just pay the guy all his money and he only gets mm-hmm. three targets only has one catch for zero yards so i knew they were going to do that i knew there was going to be a tight end day that they were going to make sure that dallas goddard got a whole lot of run mm-hmm. i knew that was going to happen but once i heard that miles sanders um was going to be I, mean, I knew he was going to be the guy but what boston scott was not going to be um as readily available as he usually is i knew they right. were going to also game plan him so, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where they're getting coached and, and and specifically getting these guys open and they're directing them, throw it here. 
but I don't think they do the same thing with Miles. I mean, with um, with Hurts right. because of Hurts. With I me, mean, he could do all that stuff, but he's just such a magician at getting you know making first downs and, and doing those type of things. That sometimes I think that kind of gets pushed aside and it's not emphasized as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. Put it like that, right? But that's really on the coaching. Yes, that's definitely on the more coaching. so than than the player, right? Should be on the side. He should be on the sideline, being like, "All right, well, 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 you know, here's Dallas Goddard. Right, get it to Dallas Goddard here. You know what I'm saying? The sideline communication needs to be more solid. I want, I'm, you know, I want to see the next time we see him on the field. How much communication will we see with the head coach, and you know, seeing with 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 Jalen Hurts on the sideline. You know, mm. that has to be a major point of emphasis. You know, we need to see more communication between the two. When you look at other teams, you see that. I mean, even even Byron Leftwich and and you know Tom Brady, they're always talking to each other. Right. I need to see more communication between the offensive coordinator and head coach or somebody, you know, to kind of relate what's going on in the game. Hmm. I'm looking So that's here. Amazing, that should be a major point of emphasis. Everybody should be looking at that communication. That's how you get better throughout the game. That's how you have in-game um, you know, in-game checks and balances you know when you're out there all right we're not running enough all right we need to talk to Jalen about doing this and doing that making sure we do this so you know you need to have that happen you know what i'm saying yeah you need to be checked sometimes not to run so much or check sometimes to throw it here sometimes you just need that all right uh joe banner was making the rounds and uh philly.com did a sort of a q a with him asking uh if you stick with Jalen Hurts once he's healthy, do you think Hurts or Minshew gives the team the best chance to win this season? And Banner goes into kind of a long answer, you know, whether you're trying to to decide, uh, you know, what are you trying to achieve this season? Is it to sneak into the playoffs? Maybe you, you do win a game, maybe you don't. Or is it really evaluating, you know, who's best, and the goal to win a Super Bowl in the next three years. And he says, with that in mind, that would be my viewpoint on it. So I'm playing Hurts because he wants to get more information on Jalen Hurts over these final four weeks. He knows what Minshew is, he says, and I have him back next year no matter what. So if you said to me, who do I think gives them a better chance to win the next game? I think it's Minshew. But if I say the goal of my season here is to get all the information I need and accumulate all the assets I have to be in position to compete for a Super Bowl in the next two to three years, then it's hurts. I can understand that. And I, you know, yeah. I really I really can. It's hard to argue, argue that. with that. Yeah, yeah it, right. it is hard to argue because I've said it and, you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say it again. That offensive line, I don't care who's the quarterback and who's behind him. You know, who, who's 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 behind that offensive line, it really doesn't matter. That offensive mm-hmm. line is good enough that you don't have to worry about that. You just need to run the ball. And whoever's, you know, that quarterback will be will be in a better position to make big plays because of that offensive line and their ability to run the ball, which is going to open up the play action, give them more of an opportunity to 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 play action these defense these defenses into making big plays. Mm-hmm. So if you're winning now and Hurts is still hobbled a little bit, because if this is a high ankle sprain, I don't know what the injury is. I'm, let me right, tell you that. Right. I don't know what the injury is. But if a high ankle sprain, high ankle sprains usually take even they know, take longer. Two yeah. to three weeks. Yeah. To play, you know, so to get back. Or, you know, and they and they usually stick around for an eternity. You know what I'm saying? You'll be feeling that for, you know, the rest of the season. 
it, it you know but if you really want to see what's going on if you go into the future i see the higher upside in hurts than i do see with Minshew. Hmm. we all know Minshew is we all know it it's, it's not necessarily a high enough ceiling to win a super bowl with but right. i do see hurts and he gets better being that type of quarterback right i can now- see that now, I see here on the stream something that, that catches my eye. East Camden for Life says, I never see Hertz on the tablet or talking to the coaches. Like when he was on the sideline last week, I guess, while Minshew was playing. I kind of noticed that, too. He was sort of just walking I around just said that. doing his own thing. Like what? Right. Didn't that, that's kind of strange to me. I just said it. I said, that's what everybody needs to focus in on this next game. The communication between the offensive coordinator or the head coach on what's going on on the field. Right. I don't see that veteran quarterback out there. So who's really telling him where the ball needs to go and everything else? And I, you know, and that's why I said if you look at even the GOAT, the best quarterback to ever play the game, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, is constantly in communication with his offensive coordinator. He and Byron Leftwich are always talking yep. on the field, they're always communicating, going back and forth. I don't see that that direct symbiotic relationship with anybody on the field when Hertz is there. Mm-hmm. So where does that come from? I mean, why is, why is that the case? Did you Maybe find I it mean, kind of strange that Hertz wasn't sort of like next to Steichen or Sirianni the entire, you know, the entire game when he wasn't playing? Ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. I kind of thought that was a little weird. So, cause if you're looking, if you're, you can sit back and, <clears throat> and see from a whole different perspective than he's seen for the past 11 weeks. Right. He can see it from the side. He's been in there. He can see it from the sideline and see exactly what's going on, see how it's happening. And mm-hmm. he's a smart enough kid. He knows, you know, he sees what's going on. But still, why not talk and be, you know, be be coached by like me? I was the sixth man for my last, you know, four or five years of my career. So I was the first guy off the bench. Right. During the whole process of me in the in, in game type situations, I'm right next to Russ Grimm, talking to Russ Grimm. Uh, I'm going to the office of coordinator. Office coordinator, hey, what you know? I'm telling, hey, man, if you look at that, look at that double team they got here. They're pushing because they they trusted me enough, you know, to listen to what I was saying because I've been around the league for a while. Was it Arians at the time? It was Arian, Bruce Arians. I had yeah, Bruce Arians. Yeah. I had, I mean, I, I mean, um, I had a couple other ones too. It was it was all the I had three office coordinators when I was there. Uh, Bruce Arians was the last two year, two okay. years. But you know, Wizard Hunt was one year. Oh, that's right. And was Haley there? Was he there? Haley? No. Haley? No, he wasn't there. He was. But Wizard Hunt, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah, Wizard Hunt, Ken Wizard Hunt. Um, yeah. uh, what was his name? Um, he was Malarkey? a head coach. Malarkey. Malarkey. Yes, yeah. Malarkey Mike also. Malarkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Malarkey. His yeah. my first year. He was he was the coach, and then he left, and then I had Wizard Hunt for two years, and then my last year I had BA. <laughs> So, you know, I would tell them, hey, you know, look at this play. I say, you know, and sometimes I go to BS at ABA, man. We're killing them with the power play, man. He said, you don't think I see that? Come on, man. I'm all in it already. I'm like, come on, coach. I'm just I'm just saying, you know. I got you, Big B. I got you, Big B. <laughs> He's like, come on now. You know, hey, hey, poor chop, poor chop. I got you. I yeah. got you. But, you know, I mean, there's nothing is there's nothing better than to have that communication with a coach while you're on the field because you can see things from different vantage points you know when you're not in the game you see things and mm. sometimes when they come off the field you know guys will come up and talk to me like max starks he'll come hey man what did you see i tried to do this on him he did this on him. what do you think i could do to combat that well then i could tell him hey i played against him before this is happening you can do this right here 
you know, and, and he'd be like, oh, okay, okay. You know, and, and that's, you know, transfer information has to be going on throughout the course of the game. You can't get enough information, man. You cannot get enough information. You got to have everything because experience is something that Jalen Hurst does not have enough of right now to really make an accurate assessment of what he is going to be in the future. Mm. He needs more information. He's more experience. Mm. Well, uh, what is, what is, I, you know what? Birdman 990, your guess is as good as mine. He said, Bear, what does Steichen do? Oh, Steichen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, is, 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 it a case, is it a case sometimes, and I'm just asking it, like where a guy like Steichen will be heavily involved with the Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday game planning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday stuff. And then they, you know, they implement it and practice throughout the rest of the week. But then on game day, he's kind of just maybe not as uh, involved and vocal in the actual play calling. He's advising from a advising right. standpoint, you know, you know, kind of like Sirianni he, calls the plays. Right. But it's kind of like that little relationship that that's, that's why the relationship between um, Carson and, um, Right. Right. You know, yeah. those two had that type of relationship because they spent the most time together. Same thing with 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 Hertz. Hertz spends a lot of time with Steichen all the way through the week. It's just on game day. Now, I don't know if Steichen is upstairs. I think he's upstairs in the booth. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't be able to talk to Jalen Hurts necessarily, you know, on the sideline. He can't talk on the sideline, but he can talk to the head coach. The head coach can go by and sit down with him. You know, so that, that, that's tough, you know, and, and, and plus – the wide I mean, um, the quarterback coach. Um, I don't know if he's on the. I think they the moved him either. down to the sideline. Okay. I think. Well, I see. Did. I need. I still yeah. need to see more communication between him and Hurts, also. Right. So yeah, you know, it just sort of seems like they're letting Jalen Hurts sort of hang swim. out and dry and just do his own thing. Yeah, like, swim, go swim. Right. You know, he's going upstream by himself. Right. You know what I'm saying. He needs Not more really than giving that, him man. the best opportunity here, you know, in, in everything. Now, Banner goes on to say about, you know, like the future, you know, who would be his guy. He says, um, if you have a, a quarterback that makes you uh, one-dimensional or, you know, can, you can't be one-dimensional and win big. He says, if you have a quarterback that makes you overwhelmingly one-dimensional, other people see it. That's a big problem. It's not a big problem in winning some games, but it's a big problem in beating good teams in the playoffs. Point out Lamar Jackson, which is what you have to do to have any chance at winning a Super Bowl. So he said, is he not bashing Hurts, but he just believes that you need to have a quarterback that can do, you know, a, the diversity of skills. Well, you do need that. You, you know, do. You, you can't be so heavy laden run that you can't pass your way out of certain situations. And we can't, I'm not going to say that Hertz can't do that. Hertz can do. I've seen him do it before. Um, we saw him do it against the Panthers. He was able to come back and, and, and engineer, um, you know, a last second drive. Mm -hmm. Hertz is, is very good at last minute hero antics. He can do that at the end of games. He can win you games at the end of game. It's the second and third quarter, which we don't absolutely know that he can handle being that quarterback. You know, first quarter, you know, he goes out there. They usually go out there and have a you know great series. You know, he's he's showing you know he can do this this and he can do that. You know, that's why we always had that first drive. He does a great he does great out there. But it's the time in between from the second to third. That's where you know you got to go out there and be a quarterback. You have to go out there and execute. 
the offense either get up or maintain where you're at, and then you win the game at the end in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I know he can win in the fourth quarter. I know what he can do in the first quarter. It's that in between. Can he maintain drives? Can he pass his way out of situations that are a little sticky? I've seen him do it, but I haven't seen him do it consistently. And that's the consistency you need is how you win championships. Ben Roethlisberger, bro, we won a Super Bowl in spite of him. He was great throughout the season. But we won the Super Bowl, got to the playoff in spite of him. Mm -hmm. Our defense balled. And that's why we won a Super Bowl. You know, you look at even Indianapolis game. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, I remember that game. Bussie that was low won the scoring. Game for us, yeah, but he almost yeah. lost it for us. But our defense, man, is what won that game at the end. Right. Uh, we went up to Denver. Same exact situation. Yeah, but see, when you when people look at your Super Bowl ring, you don't sit there and say, you know, the defense won this for me. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. You don't say that, right? No, you never say that. No. You know, I say it all the time, but you know, you don't say, you know. That, that the Aaron Smith and, you know, Casey Hampton and right, Stoy right. Porter, they won the Super Bowl for us. No, we don't say that. No. But I can remember, you know, being um, after the game and we're kicking it. You know, I'm smoking cigars with the Roonies, you know. We're just kicking it. And I saw Ben over in his locker, and he was kind of depressed, man. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't celebrating, man, because he felt mm-hmm. as though he didn't play up to the standards. He didn't pull his weight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He didn't yeah. play up to his standards. So he was totally disappointed in the whole outcome. He wasn't disappointed in the outcome, but he was disappointed in his performance that it didn't influence the outcome as much as he thought right. it should have. It was a little bittersweet. Yeah, you know, he yeah. he you know, Willie Fast, Willie Parker, man, he had a great game. Right. Um, Number 39. You know, Jerome Bettis had a great game. Randall L. and Heinz Ward. Randall L. threw the pass to Heinz right. Ward for a touchdown. Willie Parker had a, a pretty touchdown. good little career with the Steelers, man. He did, man. He, he did, He had a couple man. of really good years. You know, he was the fourth team back. At no at um in North Carolina. Is that right? He was 14. Wow. I don't know how they scouted him and saw him, but he didn't even play. He he barely played at all. His probably special year. teams. Probably so, more than <laughs> likely. He was fast it. as all outdoors. Wow. Who was ahead of him on that depth chart at UNC? I forget, man. I My you know, goodness. That was crazy though, wasn't it? Yeah. That's amazing. Now, I see this is pretty good. Bert, uh, 91 LSXer says, Steichen is to the Eagles as George Costanza was to the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. but no, He does a little more than that, man. Yeah, I, I would think so. I want to see Willie Parker here because that's a good name from the past. <laughs> and he had – we had two Pro Bowl seasons, right? Yep. 06 and 07. He was good, man. Almost 1,500 yards in 06. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he had 3,000 yard seasons in a row. And and isn't it funny? And then it just sort of, you know, the next year, 08, he had 791, which isn't bad in limited games. He only played in 11 games. But then the next year, 389, and then start getting hurt. He's gone. Yep. <laughs> it's, Kaiser, it's, so he got Kaiser Sose. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that's what got, happens. Running yeah. backs, man. That's why it's yeah. hard to pay running backs. That's why Zeke right now, you, they're filling they're filling paying Zeke right now. I think he's, what, $60 million contract? Or, no, he got like a $90 million contract, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know what was guaranteed. I mean, right, right, all, right. All those contracts are kind of frivolous. Right. <laughs> right, that's why everybody that, wants that. Um, they guarantee money. 
that's just for the for the agent to stick his chest out and say he got this mo- amount of money for a player, but they never even see all that money most times. No, never well, do. Yeah. Now, did you watch any of the Sixers last night? Yes, I did. You did? Yep. Yeah, that was pretty much the only thing that was on. I actually watched the first episode of that Formula One Netflix series. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. It's only How like forty it? minutes long, so it doesn't. It's not a, a major commitment in time. It was pretty good. It well, was you basically know what? centered around this this driver from Australia. Oh, it's uh, the rookie guy that was that um he was talking yes, about right? Yeah, and his parents, you know, at the race, you know. Uh, you know, being so worried about him, and it was it was pretty good. It was okay. I'll watch the next one. Well, see, I'm um I'm 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 getting ready. I'm watching it on my trip. You know, when I leave tomorrow, I fly down to I got to fly to Miami and then back up to Tallahassee. So that's three three and a half hours going down, and then another hour going back up. Yeah. So I should get about three or four episodes in with that flight. Right, and we're going early tomorrow. Is that right? Yes, we're going ten ten to twelve. 10 I to appreciate 12. you guys doing that for me. Yeah. All right. All right. 10 to 12. Now, Joey B's a little banged up today. What happened? Uh, he feels like he got pancaked by Barrett Brooks, <laughs> had the flu shot and booster shot yesterday. Oh, you double dipped. What? I mean, what? What? What are you getting both? <laughs> I mean, come on. Stop. That's with what this people nonsense. are doing now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's Not what me. Doing now. I'm done. No booster needed for me. I'm done. I got my two. I'm out. <laughs> That's it. That's all you're getting out of me. I'm gonna go get the booster, man. I, I got to go get you? the booster. Yeah, I have to. I know for ESPN, they're saying they're they're highly recommending it. You know, and okay. I can see whenever they say stuff like that, then the next email is say you have to do it or you can't work. So is I don't. Right? I just I just go ahead and get it done, man. You know. Well, that's the good thing about working out of my house. Right. I make the rules. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I, I I travel, man, so I gotta yeah. make sure. Joke. So, look, my mom, my mama, my mom, she's watching, right? She says, she says, I'm watching. Don't let them beat you up. <laughs> oh, me at <laughs> noon today? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, hey, I can't control what they do. Okay, they're gonna come on oh, here, and we're, we're gonna. She, oh, you yeah. can't see it, but she put that little emoji right there. See the oh emoji? yeah, I see it. I see it. <laughs> Barrett's gonna get bullied today at noon. Right, right, right. right. I can show. already hear it, man. Oh, I can already goodness. hear it, man. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, she answered me back. I DM'd her uh, on Twitter, and it uh. was twenty seconds. The little, the little bubbles, you know, the little <laughs> boom. She was like, "I'm in." <laughs> and then uh. Mulhern said, "I'm looking forward to this." No, well, see, that's that's wrong, man. You guys are wrong for that, man. I'm glad you got. Hey, it's the bye it. week. What else are we gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, and it's crazy because I—I mean, I got—I got in a little, um, I, you know, went to work this last Sunday, and she walks in because she usually doesn't do these games, but um, uh, you know, Tara, Tara mm-hmm. does a uh, hockey, so she's, you know, she does the hockey, so she has to do. We have a little show before our pregame show, mm-hmm. so Amy's been doing it, and okay. she walks in. Hey, Baron, uh, I know I'm, I'm, I know you didn't see the email, <laughs> but they want us as talent at NBC Sports. To do this thing on Sunday night, it's a um, like a Christmas party thing for on Sunday night, and they really wanted you, me, and Barkan to go. Okay, I said you're absolutely right. I didn't see it, but let's act like I don't. No, 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 no. We can't do that. We can't do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw it. I responded, and I responded for you. Oh boy! So she <laughs> I'm committed not you. Respond for me. 
Cause, so you're going to this thing. I got to go now on Sunday night. I got to go now because she wow. responded for me. Wow. I know you didn't. I know you didn't look at your emails. I know it. Now is it a nice restaurant or this isn't? No, at the it's, Wells it's outside Fargo. too. Oh, it's outside. Yes, it's like a, she'll explain it to you, man. I, all I know is I got to be there and I got to dress warm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, let's. I mean, what's? It's out by King of Prussia. Okay, so it's out by me. Yep. So well, you Sunday, should, you should go then. What? I don't work there. But you, you still go. What I'll do get you a ticket. I don't have the booster shot. I can't attend. <laughs> it's going to be 53 degrees on Sunday as a high. So that's oh, not so bad. Good. Yeah, we'll that's be pretty good. good. Yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, that's a golf day. Yeah, well, he uh, she she made sure that um she told me. She made she told me in front of the boss too. Okay. In front of our man. All right, so you're committed. Yeah, I, I'm I'm totally in now. I'm committed now. So All right, let's take a quick time out and we'll be back on the other side. We got more to discuss before we get the uh the Barrett intervention uh <laughs> starting at noon. I'm looking forward to this. This, this is terrible, man. I, I start out the show wrong by not sending something I'm supposed to send. I, it, I'm just all bad today. Oh man, it's great. It's a, I see that's what happens when in, in the bye week. We're not we're not as focused right. as we normally are if the Eagles are playing. Back in three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Mesa & Associates, 
toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the middle on a Thursday edition. Pittsburgh against Minnesota tonight, Barrett. Um, two teams right now on the outside looking into the playoff picture. Both need to win. Obviously, Minnesota coming off that gut-wrenching loss to the Detroit Lions on the oh, final that's... play of the game. And and do you remember last week uh, after Detroit scored that touchdown? They didn't run the extra point. Right. The game just <laughs> ended. <laughs> And that, that's kind of strange because if they – let's say they kick the extra point, which is you're supposed to run a play, whether it's a, a two-point conversion or the extra point to finish right. the game in that situation according to the rules. Yep. They didn't run it. Had they run the kick, let's say they tried to kick it, which would have been a mistake. I would have run a fake two-point conversion and just taken a knee and then run into the tunnel. That's what you should do. Right, right, because right. Because if you try to kick it, and Minnesota blocked it and ran it back, they'd have gotten two points. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so that's why you don't kick it there. But they didn't do anything, which was kind of bizarre. I don't know if you if you caught that last week. Well, it also deals with the line, man. You know, talking about betting. Right. The line is, <laughs> what if it was the line? You know, that'd be yeah. skewed, right? It wasn't, though. I think Minnesota was like a seven-point favorite on the oh, road. Okay, so it really didn't make, yeah. any, all right, it right. really didn't make any difference there. And the total, I don't think, was impacted either. Right. Uh, or we would have heard about it. But uh, what do you think about tonight? I, mean, I I took Minnesota earlier in the week laying the three at home. You got to, man, because you just lost to the worst team yeah. ever. You know what I'm saying? And and you got to get that taste out of your mouth. That's got to be the worst taste in the world. You know, they got their kneecaps bitten off. Yeah. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, and, and, but you got to look at Pittsburgh also. Pittsburgh needed that game in the worst way, and they went out there and they beat – Baltimore. A good Ravens team, right? So they're feeling themselves right there. They're kind of high on the horse. So you know they they they're going to play at a high level because of that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Plus they're trying to they're trying to make sure Watt wins at all, man. They want him to win, not just Defensive Player of the Year. They want him to be the MVP. So I think it's going to be a little added incentive for them also. Hmm. They're really pumping up Watt right now to be the MVP. The organization. Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. The organization. I, this is one of these games where I think Kirk Cousins just has a really good game. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? This is always when he steps yep. up. That's when you're like, man, Kirk Cousins is good, man. <laughs> right. You know, like, that's when you're going to get, you like that? Yeah, right. Right. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I like, Minnesota, I like Minnesota tonight, but I'm going to, I'm definitely watching this game and I'm watching it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I got to so, watch it. Yeah. Well, I know. We'll, we'll talk about a little bit about it yeah, tomorrow. I had, I had to go buy my stateside vodka. Picture that. Wait a second. I had to go buy it. This is breaking news. What's that? You went to the liquor store and had to purchase it? Yes. And I had to go to Philly to do it. Well, what? They don't have it in uh, like Canals Liquors or whatever over there in Jersey? No. What? Roger Wilco doesn't have stateside vodka? I didn't see any. Dude. That's smooth, man. It's smooth. It's smooth. I I, I like, I really like it. I, I used to be a Tito's guy. 
Right. It used to be a Tito infused Tito, but no, I got I got I had to get my stateside and and I'm a, I'm gonna infuse it as soon as we get off the show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna infuse it, you know, throw it in my little. In fact, I'll, I'll make sure I will take a picture of it, you know, with my my pineapples in there. Okay. You know, and and then be good. So I'll make sure of that. Wow. So you had to go to Philly. Yes. And buy it yourself so what happened with xander shipping you another case he's he's not on his job right now man he's not on his job i, I mean I, I i've been talking for the last two weeks man i, I need know. my shipment in man i know I and you know. know i think i gotta go to joe to get it done joe <laughs> gets stuff done well you know come on man well he just sent us a message i gotta send your ass another case down the <laughs> gauntlet it goes <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, man, because we were there at that um, uh, the Union League down at the at the shore at that golf outing, uh-huh. and you you took like multiple bottles home. Yeah, it was six of them in that case. Six fifths. Yeah, so that's three fifths. half gallons, and you you did. I, it took me three weeks to dust it off. Okay, so that's a half well, gallon a week. That's basically what I go through. Yeah, so it's about you know yeah. three weeks. All right, it was pretty good, man. I I, I was I was surprised. How smooth it is! There's no bite on it, man. You can no. just put it on, put it on the rocks. Put it you on know? rocks and if you want, yeah. And it's better because you know when I infuse it, when I infuse it, I ain't got to worry about adding any extra, like um, uh, pineapple juice in it. Just, just the pineapples itself on right. the rocks is is good enough. It's good enough. That's awesome. Now, did you see Jerry Jones? Uh, what he said about Dak Prescott and the wide receivers? No, I didn't. Down in Dallas, you know he does that uh, weekly radio hit. Down there yep. in in uh, in Dallas on uh, what is it one hundred five three the fan. Yep, yep. And of course they're asking him about you know Dak. Dak hasn't looked all that good since coming back from the injury. Uh, so they were asking him uh, if if Dak is healthy, and he says, "Yeah, uh, uh, the first thing that you're seeing is sometimes the pass that looks errant is because the receiver, for instance, ran the route two yards." And then cut it off two yards shorter. He should like be he out knows. two more you two more yards before he makes the cut. So he's basically blaming the wide receivers for running poor routes, and that's what that's what why Dak doesn't look so good. Wow, how do you th- how do you like that? Now he's he's basically coming to the to the rescue of his court. He's trying to shield his quarterback from exactly. criticism. He's bumping for him, man. You can't right. bump for him, man. You can't do that, bro. I mean, just, yeah. you know, sometimes you you're saying too much. He's saying too much. You know that that's that has to do with everything to do with. He just he's just not having a, a a good good series of games right now. I mean, he's 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 this isn't a good year for Dak. You know, sometimes that, that's what happens. You're well, not gonna be perfect your entire career. He and looks this, good this, the first couple long, weeks, though. But yeah, I think that was that was. That's not the norm for him. You know what I'm saying? The way he played the first couple of weeks is not really the norm for Dak Prescott. Mm. What we're seeing now is usually the norm for him. This is how he usually plays. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Good enough to win, but not blowing it out the water. He was playing exceptional. Mm-hmm. He was playing like a top 10 quarterback the first three or four games. And C.D. Lamb was looking real good then, too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They were catching everything. He had all three of his weapons there. Yeah. Things were falling into place. Zeke was healthy. Right. They had that one-two punch. Their defense was balling. That team was playing out of they their were, mind. Their that defense was the turning people over, too. Exactly, exactly. Which so it's, it's, 
it's not the same. It's, it's definitely not the that was not the norm for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like wondering, like where you know they they looked like they had good chemistry. They were all on the same page. All those cliches you can throw at it. The first couple of weeks, and now all of a sudden, since he's come back, it hasn't looked like how how do you you don't lose the chemistry with your receivers like that, do you? Well, you, you Cooper can. was out a couple of games, right? Yeah, you can lose you you can lose you can you lose the Lamb missed chemistry. a game. You know, you can that? yeah, you can lose. Things don't fire off the way they're supposed to fire off. Like, perfect example. That is not the way Hurts plays, what you saw against the Giants. That's not what he is. Mm. That's definitely not what he is. That was out of the norm. He's Joe, usually doesn't, he's not trying to force the ball into double coverage. He did that twice for two picks. Joe Banner. Game. Joe Banner was asked about uh, Jalen Ragor, and he thought that he got too much criticism for that last pass. Again, in the Giants game. Why is that? He said, you know, that he he had to jump like three and a half feet in the air. That was a poor pass. And oh, he said he should have he should have caught it, but he got too much criticism uh for, for that particular play. Come on. I get out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. You you catch you catch what's thrown to you. He said Period. um the last pass of the game was not a good pass. Look at the picture. His knees are at the numbers of the defender's jersey. He's at least three and a half feet in the air. Could it have been caught? Yes, but it was a tough catch. Wow. Yeah. Banner. We need to, <laughs> we need to sit down and watch film together again. <laughs> That's definitely not the case. You yes, know, Hurts had a bad game, but that was a catchable ball. Yeah. You know, that's why they test vertical. That's why they test vertical at the combine. Right, right. For that reason, right, right there. Exactly. Isn't that the one where they <laughs> jump up and touch those popsicle yes, sticks? Yes, yes. I love he's that drill. Like, he's got like a thirty-six inch vertical. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if he's three feet in the air, he could. He can. He's one inch from being three feet. Yes, he could do that. Come on now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's now. Oh, come on, man, Joe. You you losing credibility with that? You know, you know, he and Seth go go back and forth all the time on man. Twitter, right? All the time, yeah. Man. You know, he's a thirty-seven inch vertical. That's an inch over. If he's three feet in the air, that's an inch over. Um, he he can jump an inch over where the ball was. So yeah, he got an extra inch. He can go up. Right. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Man. No, but I love Banner. You know, Banner brought me in. Did he? Banner was my guy. Yeah. 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 Him and Modrak. Oh, Tom Modrak. Tom Modrak. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my guys, man. So I mean, I still love him, man. Now, now, when 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 they shipped you out, though, like was Ban did Banner say anything to you, or was that all Andy Reid? Oh no, no, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was all Andy. Okay, Andy got me about. Well, Trey got me about it. <laughs> Trey Thomas came in as the Messiah, man. He right, came right, in and was right. like, "Yo, I am, I am, I am all that. I will, I will anchor this this left tackle position for ten years, and that's exactly what he did." You know, and they were in negotiation with with Runyon at the time, also mm -hmm. from Tennessee. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Didn't so take I didn't have long. a snowball's chance. I mean, it, you know that that acquisition of Runyon was was pretty genius. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. All right. Now you saw the news yesterday. Tiger Woods will play in his first official tournament next week. Ten months, almost ten months to the day from his uh, car crash in California. That almost cost him his leg. Yeah, yeah. 50-50 that he got it amputated. And wow. he's playing golf 10, 10 months later. 
that's pretty amazing if you ask me it is man his body healed quick but that's you know some of the finest science and medical treatment you can get right i remember <laughs> yeah, I, I was hitting balls on a range in march mid-march it was cold as hell um after my accident which was the first week of i don't know no, the second week of september and i was off my feet until january and then come mid-march i was hitting golf balls wow but this guy i mean this guy had a way worse injury i mean he you know when you're almost losing your leg that is that is pretty incredible well you know um when i when i had my injury that you know ended my career when you know, I in my career because I had a, I had a, um, what do you call it, a ruptured quadricep. Oh yeah, I totally ripped my my um, quadricep from my patella tendon all the way across. So you know, have you ever seen somebody when their bicep, if you rip your bicep, it like pops up or you right, right, or the Achilles, you can see yeah. the the Achilles go right up the calf, it balls Boom. up, yeah, 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 it balls yeah. Up. My quad muscle did it, balled up at the top of my um, at the top of my uh, my pants leg. So oh. when the doctor came out. He rolled my pants up. My skin was actually over my bone because, because um, there was no muscle there to have any definition there. So you could just see my oh, bone, you know, oh kind my. of the skin laying over my bone. Goodness, you know, it wasn't like protruding or anything, but you know, you could see where the lack of muscle there it, it wasn't there. Wow. It was just where my bone was. So I it didn't <clears throat> when I first did it. It felt like a shotgun hit me. Bow. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it didn't hurt mm-hmm. until I tried to get up. And when I tried to strain to get up, use those muscles. That's when it hurt. But as long as I wasn't trying to press down or anything, it, it didn't hurt me. So it's halfway through the second um, second half. It's halfway through the second, I mean, second quarter. Mm-hmm. I do it. I go in and take a shower. They take me to the hospital. I wake up from the surgery. Dr. Bradley, uh, the same guy that did uh, Carson's injuries. Dr. Bradley has me out of surgery. And I'm coming to and watching the credits go down. It, you know, that's how short the surgery was. He pulled it down and put, you know, uh, all this, you know, metal clips and like pins, and pins, pins, or something. yeah. And, you know, I got those anchors. in my foot still, yeah. yeah. All that, you know, all that stuff. He did it in less, it, it only took an hour to do the surgery. Wow, just an hour. So, I mean, that you know, after that, it, it was a, it's a 19 month healing process. 19 months. They said it Man, takes that's almost two months. years. That's over a year and a half. Now, is the was the incision like just above your kneecap? It was. It was. It's, no, it's, it's up. It's probably like maybe five or six inches above my kneecap. Oh, okay. It goes down to the middle of my kneecap, and then it goes like five or six inches up above my kneecap. Oh my god. Yeah. So you know they and they pulled it down and anchored it up. But they had me the next day, they had me the next day walking on it, the very next day walking on it. And a week later, I was getting it stronger, lifting weights on it. Hmm. They don't play, you know what I'm saying? They want you to start working it out because the more motion you can do. You you don't want the thing to, it needs to get built back up sooner than later or you, you can't use it anymore. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to get that right. scar tissue in there. That was always rubbing the scar tissue out because if that stuff stays there, then you lose the mobility of your knee. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, I mean, it's it's it was tough, man. It was tough getting back, but uh, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't run or anything for like six months, and then I hit like eight months, and then I could really start working out and moving around. They said if I wanted to really come back, it was going to take nineteen months for me to come back. Wow, 
19 months. If I if I wanted to come back and play, I'm like, uh, yeah, it was this was year 12. It just wasn't meant for me. <laughs> right. That's too much rehab, man. Right. At, right. at some point, you're just like, right. no, I so, can't do this. Oh, so he, come on, but he's going to play. He's going to play with his son, Charlie. They played in this event last year. Right. Remember, did you watch? I watched it. It was great. I didn't watch. I heard he's pretty good, though. The huh? kid's Charles? good. Yeah, the kid's good. And he's the, the funny thing is, is he's got Tiger's mannerisms. Oh, it's like he? it's like Tiger and mini me, you know, his mini me <laughs> walking down. They wear the same outfit, right? Because they're a team. So uh, it'd be like maybe black pants and, and the red shirt on the final day or whatever. And he walks like him. He, you know, he'll he'll touch his hat just like him. He'll approach putts and do exactly what Tiger does to look at the putt. It's like just the mini version of Tiger Woods. It's, hey, it's if it hilarious. works, it's working for Pops. You know what I'm saying? I do it too, man. It's working for Pops. Hey, right. You know, I mean, he, you can tell he, uh, you know, he, he studied him. You know what I mean? He studied him. Oh, so look, I mean, come on the stream, man. Now what's going on? Oh, man. Come on, man. What? Ian Joseph. I want somebody to look at me the way Barry Brooks looks at Hertz. No. Uh, where's this at? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> well, so he's saying that you're Sean Payton and Hertz is Taysom Hill. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Like I gotta know. No, I love me. I like Hertz. I'm 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 a I'm a Hertz enthusiast. Yes, I like Hertz, but you're also pulling like for Minshew. Him. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Minshew too, but I'm I'm pulling for Hertz to do it, number one. But number two. It's the offensive line, man. That's my thing, man. Those guys are playing so well up front. It doesn't matter who you have at quarterback. Well, I saw on ESPN.com, Tim McManus, our buddy, um, wrote a piece about that the Eagles may have found the next Quentin Nelson in Landon Dickerson. Dickerson. Wow. How do you like that? he's, He's getting better. He's up there. Yeah. That's pretty high praise. You know, and hey. I, and I understand why I understand why you know Ian said that because um, I, I I I did say against the Jets he'd he have put, put a, 50, a fifty burger on it. He'd have yeah, put a fifty on an easy easy against that defense. Oh, right. man, he'd been running free all day. Yeah, he'd be doing whatever he wanted to do against that defense. But yeah, you're right, man. I, I mean, I I like Hurts, man. I, I I really do. I just like the leadership qualities he has. Yeah, I do too. I like that. I, I, you know what. He has a talented arm, man. He he can he can he can throw, man. But he he's not at the point where he can throw guys open. And right. you know he's not as accurate as he should. I, I understand that, but that comes with just more time. And and Angry Al, I did I did hear you. I did see your comment, bro. Angry Al. Yeah, the the Cowboys are gonna get smashed the last weekend. They're getting oh, smashed. Week eighteen. Trust me. Trust whoa, me. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, you're on I, I said it before, didn't I? You said that a week or so. Ago. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. I did. I said it two weeks before that, too. They're going to smash him because it's going to come down to that game on who's going to be a who, who's going to win the division. Yeah, I said it. It's coming down to that last game. They're going to have to play their starters. I want them to play the starters. <laughs> I want to beat them outright. Outright. Yeah. All right, I'm looking at uh, the NFL.com quarterback rankings for this week. So they have Minshew 23rd, and the write-up is pretty good. It was almost as if the football gods were conspiring to create a controversy in Philadelphia. Minshew is a fantastic backup, but he only had a serviceable 66.9 passing grade by PFF against the Jets. Uh, And they go on to say about his pass to Goddard and uh, – 
some other throws, but he says um, it was a day full of screens and dump offs to wide open receivers. That's not Minshew's fault, but don't act like Jalen Hurts wouldn't have rolled the Jets too. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that goes to your point. Like, right. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> I don't know about 50, but they, you know, they might have uh, put up some more points because of Jalen Hurts' running ability. Right. So, well, you know, hey, you know, there may have some interesting questions going on right now. Like, you know, at the end of the season, do they trade Dillard? Right. Bro, I don't see him trading. I don't see him trading him right after the season, but I do see them dangling him around uh, in the draft. Mm, draft day. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They're going to dangle him around the draft. You know what I'm saying? I, I can, I can. What about Fletcher Cox? That. They could dangle him at draft day too. Well, they're going to try to get rid of him before then. Oh, you think so? They're going to try to trade him before then. Yeah. Okay. There's wow. no question about that. You know what I mean? I, I think in I think at this point, I think he's kind of, you know, lost his warm welcome with this coaching staff. Really? Yeah. I think so. He's 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 bitching too much about, you know, the schemes and everything. Right. So So you're not buying that the the defensive coordinator was taking that under advisement and uh was appreciating his uh his criticism, right, right, was, right. Yeah, we need to get him out of. It's almost like this. Like that linebacker Cunningham from the Texans. Did you hear what the Texans guy said? I mean, the head, Texans head coach says, "Uh, no, I always start with the nachos." That yeah, guy, yeah. Talking about him, <laughs> he said, "Um, he said uh, they just they just extended him. They just gave him an extension. Who? The and coach? they just cut him or the linebacker? The linebacker. Oh, they did. <clears throat> and they cut him, Cunningham. Wow." I think he went to Vanderbilt, first yeah. rounder. I, I I was seeing uh, um, our buddy Chipotle boy. Yeah, was advocating that the Jets go out and sign Cunningham. I'm advocating that the Eagles go out until I heard what the coach said. The coach said, "Yeah, um, yeah, we had to cut him. You know, it just wasn't working well." Hmm. And asked if it was a hard decision. He said, "No, it wasn't hard at all." Jake Asman. Yeah, yeah, Jake. Yeah, Asman. yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you believe he said no? It wasn't wow. hard at all. It wasn't a hard decision at all. Man, yeah, and the, and the Eagles signed LaRaven Clark uh, yesterday to a two-year contract, offensive lineman tackle, right? Yeah, he um, yeah, he played well actually in the um, in the offseason. He was with the Colts, yeah, for five years. In the preseason, he played pretty well, and he had an Achilles injury in the preseason for the Eagles before landing on the practice squad. Yep. Um, so they maybe, liked them. yeah, but I mean, like how many tackles do they need? That might be your indicator that they're going to trade Dillard at some point. Ah, la, la. There you go. And he's going to get his worth too. Believe that. Yeah. He's going to get his worth. All right. All right. We got to take a time out. Uh, we got some guests coming up next. They're going to be joining the show. Amy Fadul and Mike Mulhern, <laughs> Mikey Mulls, the producer. At NBC Sports Philadelphia. I don't know how this is going to go. This is going to be awesome. (laughs) We'll be back in three.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy sh- Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Mesa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Uh, welcome back to the middle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you guys showed show. up for real. Yeah, I, what, did you think they were not going to show? Yeah. Really? We got some special guests here for hour number two. I thought they were Cons- playing. Consider this an intervention, Barrett. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mike Mulhern, Amy Fadul, welcome to the show. Appreciate you taking the time. Figured this was a good week to do this since the Eagles aren't playing. Absolutely. And he thought this was a joke. I did. I've been telling you about this all week, man. This is real. I did not believe. I How y'all you- doing? Amy took 15 seconds to respond to my direct message. <laughs> she couldn't wait yep. to this. Mike's like, I can't wait to do this. I'm looking forward to this. Well, hold on. Like, like seriously, you got to understand these. You got to understand these two, man. Like I told you, I'm sitting at my desk. First of all, Mohern takes off. He goes to the Jets game. You know what I'm saying? So, he, you know, he, he pushes. I need a break side. from you every once in a while. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> and then I come in, you know, Amy's doing, you know, the pre to the pregame show. Right. And so she comes in. It wasn't a high Barrett. Oh, you didn't read your emails. You know, we have to do something like, what do we have to do? Well, we were asked for us to do this. I'm like, well, I, I didn't read. It. I didn't know. Oh, it's, it's okay. I responded for you. I said, you're cool. I'm like, now, is that the Christmas respond? party thing on Sunday? What, what is it, Amy? It's, the, oh, it's not the, it's not the Christmas party. It is, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's coming up on Sunday. It's the Tinseltown up at the Oaks, oh. up at the convention center. And they had emailed me and Barrett and Michael Barkin saying, hey, we would love it if you guys could come out with some other NBC personalities. And Michael and I responded like normal humans. We check our email, we respond and say, yes, we will be there. Four days go by and I'm like, Ain't no way he saw this. And she sent it to his personal email because we know he never checks. Never work checks email. work no. email, right? Work right. email. That's I don't even know if that's ever been opened ever since like maybe breakfast on broad days. I have no Do you idea. have a password, Barrett, for your work email? Do you know what the no, password is? You, you don't need I, a password. That's the beauty of it. You just oh, you log don't. your computer on and it comes up. <laughs> you don't they tried to, to put they tried to put the work email on my phone. I have a droid. Uh-huh. I sabotage my phone so they can't do it. Every time they try you to tell have, me, we well, got to do this. Yeah, not, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, you also no. have seven phones, so it's hard to keep track. got <laughs> to coordinate with the watches and the Jordans. Exactly. The watches, <laughs> the phones, which one's connected oh, to the car. So he's got multiple phones is what you're telling me? He's got at least two phones. See, so that's Three. why he doesn't respond to my texts a lot of times. because I don't probably, know what you're texting. Right. What? 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 I, no, I, I, I'm asleep when you text me. He he wants to sleep. Me. He wants to text me at the crack of dawn. I wake up a, at 5 a.m. and I'm thinking yeah, about the show. Yeah, he texts me at 6:50 <laughs> because I know he's not. <laughs> Someone has to, Harry. Right. Someone right. has to. Right. I'm like oh, I'm like yeah, both so- of you. I'm like co-host and producer of this show. So it's like it's 24/7 that I got to be thinking about what to do for the. I'm already thinking about tomorrow's show. Mike, you know exactly what, what that's all about. Yeah, right? I can't imagine having to fill both and those roles. Then I find stuff. out that Barrett sleeps till 9.15, 9.30 in the morning. Our show starts at 11. I've been up since 5 a.m. trying to produce this goddamn thing. <laughs> and you know if he's telling you 9.15, it's really like 10.15. 10.15. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but hold on. But see, let me tell you about Mohern, too. Now, Amy's not just the only – she's not the only culprit that does stuff to me. But uh, and you know what? I'm, I'm gonna pay Amy back. What I'm gonna do is the next time we're in the studio, I'm gonna open up my emails and I'm gonna show her. She will go nuts. Look at all these emails. I mean, her anxiety's gonna go in. No. She's gonna want to go <laughs> to everyone. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do but it. let me tell you, Mohern. Let me tell you what Mohern does to me. We're on the show, so I guess he thinks that since I've been on TV, you know, a lot more, work with him a lot more. Uh huh. He'll put a, he'll say, like, we need to go to break, but Seth will be talking. And while Seth is talking, he'll hit say, all right, we got to go to break. And then I want to say something, and he'll be like, no, I got to go to break. 
And it and, and Seth keeps talking and talking and talking. So I finally got tired one day. I said, look, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask everybody this. Is everybody hearing Seth say, I mean, uh, hearing Mike Bohern say, we got to go to break? I said, are you just telling me? Why are you just telling me that? Because I'm mad. I'm like, why are you just telling me we need to go to break? You're just on my thing. You're just telling me I need to go to break. Why is it that I can't say anything? You let Seth say anything. He said, no. I'm telling Seth too. He's just not listening. I was, like, oh, yeah, I was gonna say that's the thing. Everyone hears it. <laughs> the only one that actually listens to it. The difference between hearing and listening. You right. heard it, but did you listen to it? No. You listen to it, which is a very, very nice thing to do. But the uh, your other co-hosts do not listen to it. I'm right. I'm like, <laughs> we start I think, the music I think he's for only them. talking to me. <laughs> Morgan, like why right do you off. keep telling me I can't talk and, and, and you let Seth talk? Well, that's not fair, bro. I went to him, yo, that's not fair, man. It's not I've fair to let Seth talk and not me. I've been perpetrating this lie for years. I actually only tell you. <laughs> I let them say whatever they want. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he plays the Oscars music for Seth. <laughs> but Barrett, I think like live streaming is the perfect like venue for you because you were on a roll for a while, like a year ago. Every day you'd come in and be like, can I say this curse on the air? Like every day pushing the envelope, like, hey, can I say this word? He's like inventing new curses that he thought he might be able to get by on the air. I'm like, uh, I think not. Let's just not do that. And then one day he comes in and he must have read like the FCC handbook. Like he knew exactly what he could say, what he couldn't say. He's like, oh, we're, we're cable. We're good. I could say this. I'm like, all right, man. Like, you're paying the fine. Not me. <laughs> but he I doesn't, shouldn't. Yeah, go ahead. He doesn't curse on this show much because his mom is listening. She's well, on the screen. <laughs> yeah. That's the key. That's what we need. There you go. That's the key. You need to get her to tune in. I should have known, though, because the first time you were ever on, Barrett, it was like, I think it was Daily News Live. It was you and Quentin Michael were on. It was right around Thanksgiving. Talking football, X's and O's, normal discussion. Then we kind of get into a little Thanksgiving, you know, like rapid fire questions. And Barkan asks you, light meat or dark meat? And you go, I love them juicy breastuses. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. First time on the air. There we go. And they hired him. Yeah. It's a heck of an audition. Right. I, I didn't know. Barkan had no idea what to say. That's one of the times I should have been like, you can't say anything. We're going to break. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I, I get it, man. Like, oh, like, yeah. like I'll be, I'll be mid sense and he'll say something to me because he wants me to say something. So I'll go, I'll go ahead and say it. I remember I'll be, I can be sitting next to Ray and 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 we're going through the show, and all of a sudden he'll ask, he'll ask him a question, and he'll answer it while somebody else is talking. <laughs> so, so like, you can't ask Ray questions while everybody's talking because he's going to answer you whether you want mm-hmm. him to or not. He's going to answer it live. You know what I'm saying? Right. He does it all the time. I was like, what did that that did it happen this week? You were, no, we were I remember there was one time I was like, can you like because Bar everybody was kind of on the same page, like blaming the offense, and they had scored like 30 something points. And I was like, I was like, Ray, can you really like just in his ear, Ray, can you really blame the offense for this? And he just on air without my questions going yeah. on the air, he was just like, No, of course you can't. Like that's <laughs> like Barrett's talk, just in the middle. So I'm like, that's- all right. That's what Barrett does with the stream. The, the, you know, we can see the stream, and all of a sudden, like you know, back when Atom was on the show, we'd be talking about something, and all of a sudden, Barrett goes off. He's looking at the stream and starts having a conversation with the people on the stream, but he doesn't say, "Oh, so and so on the stream said this," and then answer him. He just answers. <laughs> it's exactly like what Ray did. That's with great. You. 
<laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I, I I didn't know how to. I didn't know stream etiquette. You know, because I like etiquette. talking to the stream. The stream they talk. Mm -hmm. You know, they talk to me back. They're They'll his friends. You can take the word answer. stream out. I just don't think you know the etiquette. Right, right. <laughs> how it works as a whole. That's awesome. Answering people, Bro. checking emails, responding. Just the etiquette. We were just in this last show. The last show I just did with you. I go on and, you know, I'm a big guy, so I got the dress to impress. Mm -hmm. Oh, she digs into my, uh, oh, them some nice shoes there. I mean, and, and she just goes into my shoes. Mm -hmm. Where'd you get them? I mean, she just go, it, it doesn't matter. They're she, lovely. She, People need to see them. She is just brutally honest all the time. Right. All the time. <laughs> kind of like me. And you get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> brutally I honest keep, people yeah, just I say whatever they want to say. Yeah, right. The emails, though, like just, you know. Well, why do I need to? Why do I poor, need to answer? Poor emails? Diana over at NBC thinks that she's just trying to help out, and because the people need to know if you're actually going to come to things. That's all. <laughs> yeah. All I know is I send out like a weekly rundown, or not, on like Thursday or Friday for the Sunday shows, uh -huh. and I can guarantee you he's never seen a single one of them. Because <laughs> they'll show up right. Sunday, and be like, "What are we doing?" Right. Like, well, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Right. Exactly, Barrett. About? Like they, we don't. You don't just make up the show on Sunday. <laughs> this guy's putting it together Wednesday, Thursday. You know what I mean? Like that's what it takes. So um, I see Barkans respond. So I'm supposed to respond? Is that what it is? No, you don't have to respond. Just like. One time you can be like, hey, I did see that. I like that yeah, idea. Or, hey, I don't like, I'll take it. I don't like that idea. Well, I do the acknowledgement in. that you've read it. Well, I just, I just want to know, do we have baritone in this town? That's all I want to know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. How all he operate. cares about is that damn baritone. Yeah. yeah. What's your role? That's it. Selfish. Right. It's okay. Right. No big deal. <laughs> what do you mean? Selfish, selfish, selfish. And, do you need today, more free he... shoes there, Mr. Selfish? Right. Hold on. Did, then she, then she always gets on me this like every time she comes in. Oh, you get some free shoes today. You you get free shoes from Fisic and Hema. Oh, like you really need shoes now. I'm like, come on now. You heard? You, did you guys hear my Fisic and Hema? Me and Fisic and Hema. Me and him. You know, well, I'm like 11, 12 years old, mm -hmm. and I go. Um, I don't like football. I hate football with a passion. Right. I don't like football. So I go. Um, you know, my pops. My well, my uncle used to take me. To Cardinals game with Vasagama, Stump Mitchell, all those guys are playing there. Well, I never wanted to go in the game. I didn't like football. So Vi comes walking by one time. He said, Hey, I didn't see you the past couple of weeks. It's his rookie year. How come you never asked for tickets? Because he had extra tickets. So I don't like football. You know, he said, Why? So we looked down at my shoes. My shoes were too small and they had a rip in them. You know what I'm saying? They were cut across the top, you know, because I really couldn't fit them. Right. So he brings me in and gives me. You know, some ruse, you know what I'm saying? He didn't give them to me. Well, Stump Mitchell gave them to me because I wore size 12, 11 when I was 11, 12 when I was 12. So Stump Mitchell wore size 12. So, you know, had my first pair of name bearing shoes were ruse from Stump Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Well, she she hears the story. It's supposed to be a heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, you know, show, you know, where, you know. Tugging it's, at it's, your it's, heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, a couple people shed tears. No, not Amy. Oh, so. No, now you're a football player. You still got to get shoes from Vi now. I mean, see this. I mean, just for, all in front of company and everybody. Yeah, but you, you don't care who's around. Th that was the part you left out of the story. When you got Vi's shoes, you were like thirty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's talking? a totally different story than when you were eleven and twelve. That's a lovely story. You needed some new shoes. You're a big guy at twelve. Vi was like already working at NBC. <laughs> He made it seem like he was playing for the Cardinals. 
It was very, it was in, in theory, it was a really nice story until he turned 30. And then he was like, no, no. Oh, cool. Free stuff. I mean, listen, we're all in media. We love free stuff. Don't right, get me wrong. Right, right, but right. I'm not out there like knocking on like Rosemary Connor's door and being like, hey, you got any extra makeup for me? No. <laughs> this is what oh, I got to deal with, man. You think yeah. I, come to, I come to the office, you know, try to do my job the best way I can. And, and then they just cut. Oh, me you out. come to the office? I yeah. <laughs> I gotta go there on Sundays. Yeah, copy yeah, that. Yeah. But see, I'll there's more work. You know, it's sort of like the game. Like the coaching staff does all the game planning leading up to the game, and then you go play it. But you got to take part in that as well. You can't just show up for the games. What are you, Iverson? Uh, Harry, uh, I'm trying, yeah. bro. I'm trying. Like he'll every once in a while, he'll say, "Barrett, you got some guests." I'm like, "Damn, I got to get guests too." Yeah, you got to get gas. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me see what I could do, and I and I'll scrounge one up. Mm-hmm. I'll scrounge. I, I it's hard for me, to, you know, because I I I just don't ask people for 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 to be guests. Just and shoot. Harry has me asking people, hey, uh-huh. you need to get in touch with this person so we can get him on air. Right. I'm like, yeah. I didn't, well, he's I, always saying so and so is my guy, and I'm like, well, why isn't my guy on the show? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> We bring up all these names from the past. Oh, yeah, so-and-so is my dude. And I'm like, well, dude needs to come on the show. <laughs> well, oh. well I, I try. I, I really do try. I do try. I'm trying to be a, the best media guy I can. I mean, you ask people in the stream. I, You know, I'm always responding to them. They mm-hmm. like that. They want questions asked. Uh, answers so that's what we should do we should just ask you anything we need instead of sending an email we should over we should log on to the stream and we should submit anything (laughs) because he'll read it because he'll read that every friday i'll come in and just give him a rundown for sunday and just line by line just send like the topics for eagles creek right right (laughs) see and also also they didn't get the memo at, at, at at nbc sports I don't read prompter. I just don't that's, read prompter. No, that's, that's just not yeah, what I do. That's, fox, that's factually false. You do read prompter. I've seen you do it. That's but it, I'm not supposed to do that. It's in my contract. No, you do it. You do it all the time. And I've I've actually worked hard to spread the word that you do. remember the day that you were hosting with Derek and you were doing quick slants and Derek's live shot at the stadium went down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You that you was the worst show ever. That well, it was something. She had to read that <laughs> This show is so bad that you know they erased it from the archives. Is that right? Yeah, so was, I can't go back and watch this no, disaster. No, they erased it from the archives. <laughs> and uh, look, our, our manager, like she, 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 she said, Barrett, I'm gonna I'm tell you the truth. That was the worst show that I've ever been a part of. I said it's not my fault. It's it, and we had this dude at our at our station. I wanted to beat his. <laughs> I wanted to choke him to death. Oh, it was his fault. Typical. Blame the producer. It was no, seriously, though. He was talking, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to another headset. Hmm. He wasn't talking to me. Yeah. So I'm trying to, so I'm so the prompter goes down too. So okay, then he's not gonna do it. So I'll start the show. So I'll start reading the prompter going down, and the prompter doesn't go. Right. It stays there, it doesn't move. But the, the key the key word is that you did read the prompter. So you've Ooh. already kind of outed yourself. But it stopped reading. It, it, it didn't move. Yes. It didn't move. Yeah. It's probably so Derek's for, line. For 15 minutes, I start breaking down cover two. Mm-hmm. 
and he does not send me to break. He should just sent me to break. Yeah. He right. did not send me to break. So I sat there live on TV for, for, for 15 minutes. Right. Talking nonsense. Well, not nonsense, just football stuff. You know, pulling stuff out of the hat. Just right. talking about football stuff. I was so mad that it's when really I went to go get it doesn't him, exist anymore. I know. It really is. I would like to watch it again. Oh, man, I'd love to see that. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm glad they erased it from the archive. Uh-huh. I run out to go get him, but he's already in the office crying to the to to our manager. I, I, I want to snatch him up so bad. And, and, and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And and yeah. he was crying and everything. And I, I, I was like, I want to yeah. hurt him. Now so I went to the next show. Everything's all good. We, we and you read prompter the rest of that season. Yeah, I had to the rest of the season. Why don't you like reading the prompter? The What's wrong? Like I've done that because I don't like because when you he read doesn't the want to have more responsibilities. Uh, exactly. Just because don't just you have think. to write the stuff first yourself and then put it in the prompter? No, generally no, it's already written even, for you. Oh doesn't wow! Even, doesn't have to. These guys are very it. pampered. Over yeah, wow! I mean, really, we are. You got to up and just read. They're like a bunch of Ron Burgundy. in do you know how to open a script in iNews? No. <laughs> I don't even know how to print anymore. I can't even print from my desk anymore. You just press control P still. It's just, that's, <laughs> that's just control P. That's I tried. Really it didn't easy. work. Oh my it didn't God, work. It didn't work. It didn't. You I mean, I'm telling you, it didn't. I'll do it for you. This happens all the time to me. See, then then they say, all right, you I can literally... just do this. And it doesn't work. And then I'm Is looking there... at her like, all right, it doesn't work. Is there anybody else that remotely approaches this level at, that at NBC Sports Philadelphia, or is he in a class by himself? I mean, in the world, maybe. But no, in the world, that I've ever <laughs> I don't know oh, anybody like this. Now you gotta understand the same guy, the same guy that I was gonna, that I wanted to go choke and beat up, and I couldn't because I was in a work setting. We're sitting down. We're watching the game inside the this office. Awesome. You know, that's what we do. We're breaking down film. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to get through and break down. So it was a play where the defensive end, they had to let the defensive end go scot-free, and the tackle went down. Dillard went down and blocked the linebacker and let the end go free, and he killed the quarterback. So once they said to everybody, oh, he got, you know, Dillard's going to get the quarterback killed. I said, no, that wasn't his fault. Dillard did what he was supposed to do. He had to block the linebacker. He was the closest man. He was MDM to the quarterback. And the guy got mad because I said it wasn't Dillard's fault. And what he said? <laughs> did you he said, say what he said to me. He told, I said, he said um, do you do you know? <laughs> no, he didn't say it like that. Know? He, he, no, he got <laughs> do up. You he know? stood up. He stood up like, do you know? I'm like, and, and you saw the way he said it. it. was venom in his voice when he said it, too. Do you know? I said, yes, I do know. Do you? Huh? I'm like, yeah, it's a little aggressive. Just, is this happening right now? I might have been fanning those flames a little bit, too. Oh, they, oh they, yeah. They, what did you play in the NFL? You know who job it is? <laughs> I don't know about that. Watching from the so he's blood. telling me this. He's steady amping me up, amping me up. <laughs> and now I'm getting madder and madder. So the guy gets up, walks toward my desk, and he's like six feet from me takes his sweatshirt off and slams it on the ground and looks at me. So, all right, oh, he, he looking at me like he about to do something to me. So I get up. I'm about to do something to him before he gets to me. And he just keeps walking out the door. I mean, walking by and he walked out the door. And Mulhern is laughing his ass off. I'm like, you just don't understand what was about to happen. I was about to be fired and go to jail over this. Assault. Over me knowing what I know. You know what I mean? And he's steady amping it up. See, I go too, I go through too much in that office. 
They don't tell you the stuff that really goes on. They don't it's tell you about. You only this come stuff. in once a day, once a week. I could have stopped them too, but I was like Andre Dillard. I just let him go right by. You let him go right by. He yeah. took the linebacker and yeah. 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 <laughs> Martin is just egging me on, man. He's wow. Like, wow. But awesome. you know what? But I'll tell you this about Mohern. Me and his son, we are definitely the commercial people, man. We love commercials, man. Who oh, do yeah. I always talk about? Dr. 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 Rick. Rick. Yeah. That's my guy. Yeah. Dr. Rick. He's got them so, all memorized. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all the it's... time. But look, his son, remember that Energizer commercial? Yeah. Which one? The bunny? It's the one with the girl and and and, and she's in it, she's in the playing a game and she's sinking into the thing. Extra life. Oh, Bro, yeah. I heard his son say it. He's talking about the commercial, and all he says is extra life. And Gavin? from that point on, I was done. That's your boy. That's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I see him, I see him all the time. Whenever I see him, extra live. And he just starts cracking up, man. Yeah. Cracking Mo- up. Mohern, do you want to tell everybody how old your son is that Barrett relates to? <laughs> Uh, he's five. <laughs> but yeah. he was four when he did the extra life. Yeah, four. yeah that's there. true. They made the connection around four. Right. That's, that's what I will get text about though during games is when Doctor Rick commercials, commercials air during the football games. Like that's what gets him going. Oh yeah, it's when, amazing. When, when are we leaving? When are we leaving? When are we leaving? Uh, let's not talk about you know when we're leaving. You know the hey, Geico commercials. Still, let's not, still leaving. Let's three, not talk about leaving before we actually get into the game. <laughs> <laughs> We'll leave Those third actually quarter. are classic. They're great. The third quarter. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> my favorite oh, one is I my favorite ones when he when she's got the day. We ain't got no cussing, no fussing. <laughs> he slaps down. <laughs> he takes it right in the trash. Do you recognize those parent ones because you're like that the old school parent? Is that uh, what you right, think? Right, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I love it. I love it. Hey, hey. Whoever you have over there in produce. Oh, that's a that's a great. <laughs> <one. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get them to sponsor this. Sponsor I know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to get. He needs stateside man. vodka to sponsor something. I'm down with yes. that. This guy inhales stateside vodka. That's <laughs> my thing. You got to get infused though. I put I put pineapples in it and get infused. You know why, Amy? Because it was free. Exactly. Someone gave it to us. Hold on. stood around Harry. stateside long enough and just kept eyeing it up. Like, maybe they'll give me some free it's, bottles. I don't it's know. Gotta be it's got to be separation of the middle and NBC now. Come on. There is no separation. It's all one. It's all. We all see it. We <laughs> all see it. <laughs> well, we're supposed to be. Let's, let's, let's talk about, hey, we, Sixers. Let's talk about, you know. Garmin. Play tonight. Man. Tune in. Six o'clock. We'll be there. NBC Sports Philadelphia. There you go. I'm That's right. They got back to back. Back to back. Three games in four nights. Have, Rudy Gobert. Them. Yeah, the Utah they Jazz. Have, uh, Does the big guy play tonight? Or good. Does the big I, guy play tonight? Embiid definitely so, plays. Because yeah. yeah, just because of who who it is. Who it is? Wants, yeah. It's home. He you know hasn't been home in a while, and um, I think he's he wants to do well at home. His best game so far has been on the road. So. Mm-hmm. 42, I think. And of course, his black game last night was really good, too. But he, I think he's going to do it for Ben. He's going to do it for Ben. He's going to win the game for Ben because because Rudy Gobert took that defensive player of the year from him. So he's he's like, this is for you, Ben. This is for you, Ben Simmons. I don't think any of that's true. <laughs> does, ben, does Ben show up for, like, the, the early shoot-around just to collect the check today? Yeah, that's he kind did. kind of been he the M.O. at home time. games. He yeah. was at the home game 
shoot around just to work out, make sure he doesn't I'm not here enough, but it'll get fine. So I don't really know. When you get know. in the building, take a, take a look, see if he's in the building. Well, yeah, December, no, we have to go De- early. December 15th is right around the corner. Uh, could mm-hmm. we see a trade coming soon, or you think this is going to just be drug out? I mean, the interesting thing is that the Pacers are looking to blow everything up mm. uh, big time. And then there was a quote from Bradley Beal saying uh, he's not trying to stay on a losing team, which is the opposite of what Damian Lillard said yesterday. So I don't know. I think that there's some some definitely uh, – the Pacers, don't, they would have to be a trade partner, I think, for the Sixers. There's no one in – like be a in third particular team. that I think yeah. they're like, oh, I, I really need that guy. But I think they would be the third team if somebody was looking to do something because they've got some some good pieces that people could move. But we'll – yeah. I mean, Sabonis, I know, is a, somebody that I think the Celtics are interested in and a couple other teams. But he mm-hmm. wouldn't really necessarily fit here, though I do enjoy Sabonis a lot. But um, Why wouldn't he fit in here? Joe, you met Joe and Yes. <laughs> we, doesn't we, shoot, too big, doesn't shoot enough. Another big guy. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it just, we did that he's before. good, though. It did not work yeah. out. He is good. I, I think he's great. I think he's actually like a really high-level player, and I don't think the Pacers – have used him as well mm-hmm. as he could be. You saw that in the All-Star game a couple of years ago when he had like played the skills competition. He's just really, really skilled. Um, I just don't think he's used properly, but here it's just, he would almost be like in light. So mm-hmm. it's, it, I don't, they already have the backup. They already tried the whole, I'm going to play Al Horford at the, four, and it's just not going to work. It's right. just, yeah, you need to have yeah. Embiid with a bunch of shooters. Just a bunch of dudes that can just like light it up from anywhere. That's really the kind of game plan, I think. Well, let me ask you this then. Why is it that we uh, <clears throat> we don't get Tyrese Maxey back on pace? You know, what I mean, his his style he's of ha- play. Yeah, he, he's having trouble kind of re like since Embiid came back to playing with Embiid. Yeah. So you know, he defers to Embiid, which you know is a natural thing. He's the best player on the floor, and I think Joel just. I mean, obviously, I don't know because they don't really have practice at all. But just in the post game comments, you can tell that he's like trying to like kind of help him along, and I think that he is. But it's hard. I think it's hard for him when he's out there. He's thinking, "Oh, I gotta find my big man. Gotta find my big man." Whereas opposed to when he was, you know, the ten games so far this season without, he didn't. I mean, he was scoring, you know, twenty five points at a clip, and now it's like back to the ten, twelve, eight. So I, I, they you know, Doc's got to do some stuff. I don't know if it's just a matter of drawing up particular plays just to get Tyrese back in that comfort zone because he started off well. I mean, when they were eight and two to start the season, they were playing together and playing well. Then hmm. obviously Embiid went down. And Maxi really blew up, and so they've got to they've got to find a way to kind of marry those two because he's he's not looking for his shot as much. Um, he's just kind of deferring almost too much, but not even to the point of like racking up assists, just deferring like period. Like I'm just going to get up and create the play for somebody else and then step out the way, as opposed to trying to be a little bit more that's active. A, but see, so. that's that's more like that's more like Simmons esque. We don't we don't want that. We want him to be. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely fire. shoots a, a bit more, but I mean. Simmons esque. Hard to put <laughs> yeah. a real definitive thing on that. Um, <laughs> that right, we we got to ask Mike a football question here. Sure. Uh, well, is I'm, there a quarterback controversy in Philadelphia, in your opinion? I don't believe so, but I think the leash could be a little shorter. Like I don't know what the what the goal is for the end of the season. Like Sirianni mm-hmm. spoke a couple weeks ago about, hey, you know, my goal is to win a game every week. If they're, you know. In the third quarter of the Washington game, and Hertz is, you know, playing the way he did in the Meadowlands. Do they the consider Giants, Minshew? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think long term, they've always kind of looked at who's got the most upside. I don't think there's a question that's Hertz, because um, if he does, you know, figure it out in the passing game a little more, a little more accuracy, 
you know, package with what he can do on the ground. He can become, you know, a high level quarterback, maybe not super elite, but, you know, certainly perennial playoff contending caliber quarterback. So I don't think there's a controversy, but it's just hilarious that it always happens to them. I guess that's yeah. what happens when you want to be a quarterback factory. They didn't right. have to go get Gardner Minshew. I, I feel like they stole him. Um, yeah. He's a, yeah. I feel like he's like a, you know, between 25th and 35th best quarterback in the league. And they got him for like a five or a sixth six. round pick. I yeah. Think, right. So, yeah. I mean, you have to applaud the effort, but it just seems like they always kind of bring it upon themselves by always having uh, some level of, of high caliber backup quarterback. But I think Hertz will play well down the stretch and kind of cement himself. And I do think it's interesting kind of long-term everyone wants the answer now, like is Hertz the guy, mm-hmm. you know, they could just, you know, kick the can another year. If they don't find right. an option that they like. With both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like if this offseason, if, you know, the price for Russell Wilson is too high or if he doesn't want to come to Philly, they can just, you know, wait it out another year. Hertz is good enough in the interim to be your stopgap. And maybe he, you know, takes a leap and then you don't have to worry about it at all. Right. Well, I think they trade one of their first round picks also, or one or two of them, for next, next year's year. draft. Next yeah. year. As opposed yeah. to this next year, year's you know. Draft, yeah. Yeah. Well, even though I still want him to go get a linebacker, they, they're not going to do it. But I just wish for thinking. Just <laughs> every year, Barrett. Barrett every I was going to say, Barrett, you've been down prospects. Like 10 years. Right. I, Whenever we do, we always do like our prospect breakdowns. And Barrett's like, all right, I'm going to do like these linebackers. I'm like, why? <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> You're just wasting people's time. Exercise and futility. This is for anybody. Are the Flyers ever going to win another game? Oh, gosh. They got Arizona coming up. Yeah, they do. Well, the, what, they do. So they've got Are they allowed to play? That team's like bankrupt. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. They might get evicted <laughs> from their yeah. building. That, yeah. Is the that a forfeiture win? Can they yeah. win by forfeit? The, the deadline is like the day after the Flyers play. I'm like, of course it is. They couldn't have just like, you know, given it before so the Flyers <laughs> can get the win and just call it a day. But no, I mean, that team is oh. – talk about lost. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. We were, I looked up the other day and we were both in the Flyers and the Sixers playing. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's no. because no, we have so many TVs like all over the newsroom. So you look up, obviously, right above me, I've got the Sixers game, but across the way, I see the fly, and I just look up. Ooh, yeah. I got ugly fast. It's like yeah. six one, se- seven see? one, seven one. Oh, the Tampa Jimmy Lydum always yeah. asked me the score. He's like, "What? Uh, what did the uh, Flyers do there?" I was like, "Oh, Jimmy, they lost seven one. Oh, they're not good. They're not. Like, no, they're not." They died. No. <laughs> you know, they died. Yeah. Now, see, this is the same person, Amy. She's someone she didn't look. This is the same person that told me when I first got there, B, you can't just watch football. You got to watch all of the all sports. Of they, they, right. they call it Big Four. Mm-hmm. We have Big Four, and then we have a, a fifth team also in, in the soccer team, the union. So you got to mm-hmm. watch them all, okay? You got to watch them all. You got to care about them all. <laughs> right. Yeah, because when you're at the Home Depot – and you're trying to like, you know, look for your new paint swatch. There's a guy that's going to come up to you and be like, "Hey, I'm going to ask you about the Eagles." But then, yep. what about Ben Simmons? And you're thinking, "Who's Ben Simmons?" If you said, "Who's Ben Simmons?", the guy would never watch you again. Exactly, you lose all credibility. You lose all yeah. credibility, so right. you have to be able to answer everything. See, when I'm at I, Home Depot, I watched that soccer playoff game. Barrett didn't watch it last week. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. They've actually played some really high level soccer they it did was disappointing it was we talked about that the other day it was like it was the most philly thing ever they get to the chance to go to the cup final and they the entire team gets COVID. Gets COVID. right the entire <laughs> they had 11 guys go down it was like their entire defense 
three quarters of their defense, two strikers, they're all star goalie. And I was like, of course. Like, did the stadium contract it? I've never seen anything like it. Like, yeah. It's the most Philadelphia thing of all. We can't have nice things. No, nope. Barrett, Barrett says that, that a lot. Yeah, Barrett. He, knows, he got that from you. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> well, she's been tying my shoes for a long time, bro. That's what she's telling she you, man. Oh said, man! You meant vice shoes. Vice shoes. shoes. Yes. Vice shoes. That's great. All right, we'll end on that. I really appreciate you two coming on here. I I, I have empathy for you and what you go through, and I just Thank figured it's. I don't know how you do this. It's every a support day. group. I know. I, I got to do this five days a week. It is. It's, we're our own little support staff. You know. Right. Right. This was an intervention, Barrett. You know, your check, checking of emails or lack thereof has affected us in a number of ways. And this is this is what we needed to tell you about. Right. You first have to admit you have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. We're not asking you to we're not writing any letters, you know. But and all, all I hear in the background is from the uh from the commercial, Dr. Rick commercials. When he's of course. describing it. He's I not hear even that, I hear that, attention now, no, Barry. No, I hear no. that in the background right now. Yeah. You want to get his attention? Bring White Castle to the studio. Hey. That will get his attention. I might Wait, have to go make there, that. What was it you ride. asked for the one time? You asked for like Fanta and cupcakes. Oh, you, oh they just showed up. Who's the cute? They, they just, just showed, showed up. Harry, do you know this? No. <laughs> he just mentioned it on the air. <laughs> he wanted a hostess cupcakes and Fanta. Grape Fanta, like right, grape, grape soda. Grape soda. Two days later, like it's delivered. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you couldn't go. I showed you. So that, yeah, it just came right to the studio that day, uh, two days later. Wow. Oh, man. I shared. I shared. I shared with everybody. Okay. I, I wasn't okay. being stingy with it. Right. I'll even share my stateside vodka. Hint, hint. Xander. Xander. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Thanks so much, uh, Amy and Mike. Appreciate it. I don't know if I appreciate it or not. Oh, there they go. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. We got it. We're, we're late for a break, Barrett. All right. All right. You go read some emails. We'll take a short time out. We'll be back to wrap this thing up. We'll read the stream because they've been going crazy ever since this whole thing started. So back in three on the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Yo, okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the middle on a Thursday, wrapping things up the final uh, 20, 22 minutes or so, taking you to the top. And tomorrow, of course, we come on early. So everybody needs to, uh, if you don't have those notifications uh, hit, uh, we're going to be on at 10 tomorrow, 10 to noon, because Barrett's got to head out of town. He's heading to Valdosta, Georgia via Tallahassee, right? Tallahassee, flying down. To, I got to go to Miami first and then Miami, oh, Miami. to Tallahassee. Oh, so you take the the big jet to Miami, then you get on a smaller plane and go to Tallahassee. Yes. Then you rent a car and drive to Valdosta. Yeah, an hour and a half to Valdosta. Okay. Wow, boy, that's, that's, that's like, one thing about those small them, them college games. Yeah. Like when I go do Alabama games, not easy to get to. No, like you got to fly into like the Golden Triangle, which is in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and drive two hours to Alabama. Um, you go to Auburn. You fly into. I, usually, when I go to our Atlanta. Auburn, you fly into fly Atlanta, Atlanta there, and drive yeah. across. Yeah. I mean, some of these towns are crazy. You know, even with Oregon, when I'm flying to Oregon, I fly to Portland. That's then a two hour drive to to, um, to Eugene. To Eugene. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, these places are sometimes around the corner from nowhere. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles. Right. To get there, right? <laughs> now, you exactly. won't be flying and, and doing all that with your play by play guy, though. You're going to do that on your own, right? Yeah, I do it on my own. And my, my okay. play he usually gets there. He gets there early because um, he doesn't have the show in the middle of the day. So he uh, usually gets there at like two o'clock. Okay. <laughs> but I, you know, of course, I I, I, I love my show. So I make sure right. that I, I, I'm with my show every single time. Right. So now what kind of car do you rent or, or truck? What what well, do you usually go for? You know what? I've been blessed, man, in the aspect that, you know, they give me an intermediate car. ESPN says, all right, we'll give you an intermediate car. But most time when I fly into places, they see the intermediate and they look at me. It's not going to work, is nah, it? No, it's not going to work. It's, it's not yeah. going to work. So, like uh, this last place uh, when I was in uh, Montana, they gave me a pickup truck. Right. So I had an F-250, actually. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was really nice, too, man. I'm like, some of these trucks I get, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I need to go ahead and trade my truck in. Nice. Now, um, you don't have to pay out of your pocket for the upgrade on the bigger car, do you? No, 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 no. And, right. and, you know, since I travel so much and, you know, do so many games that – I started building up points. Like my favorite place to stay, I like to go to the Holiday, Holiday Inn Express. Express. Yeah. So I get you know, that membership. I start starting to get free rooms now. You know. Oh yeah. But it, it sucks nice. because 
you know, the free flights and all, I get the miles of free flights and stuff. My kids see me flying a lot. Once they're, whenever they see me start flying a lot, stay in a lot of places. Oh, dad, um, you're getting them travel miles, aren't you? Mm. I started to tell them no, but you know, they already know. Well, yeah, they're, but, then they're going to steal them from you. Right. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Could you rip me a, I mean, could you, uh, can I use your points to go here? Can I use your mm-hmm. points to go there? I'm like, come on, man. It's but, like, you know, what's I, yours is mine. And what's mine is mine. Right. <laughs> That's what one of my buddies used to always say when we were in college. Like he would always like eat my food. <laughs> and it was like, what's yours is mine. And what's mine is mine. Right. Right. Like, right. Think right, about right. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you uh, what college, man, was a different being also, you know, cause I'm, I had my son, my my son, my oldest son, my sophomore year in college. So I had to pay child support. Now child support wasn't nothing. It was nothing but um seventy bucks a mm-hmm. month. You know what I mean? But right. I had to pay child support. And I used to cut hair. So I cut hair throughout college to pay pay my child support every month. Oh wow. So I had, you know, that's that used to be my hustle. So I cut everybody's hair um on the team. At at, at Manhattan. Yep, in, in Manhattan, Manhattan. Kansas State. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so you were the guy giving everybody fades or whatever? Like you were, yep. the, you were that guy. Yep. Now, fades can you can you carve like stuff in, in like you know how these guys do like little messages and stuff in their head? I do. Can you do I that? do. Back in the day, I mean, my big thing was everybody wanted the the Michael Jordan uh, flight symbol in their uh, in their in their head. So I just make the Michael Jordan, you know, with the I hand out with the ball and with the, the jump man, the, yeah, the jump man logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did the Jumpman logo a couple of times. I put the Kansas State Wildcat and a couple of guys. Okay. Head, you know, so I like I, that you know, logo. I can still do that. You know, now I, did you I, have I, to I pay Bill Snyder for to using the logo in somebody's <laughs> hair? Remember, you said that no. he's got the rights to that thing. He does. Right? He does. He does. Wow. And I didn't have to pay him, but you know, hey, but you know what I mean? Anything to get over in college, man. Anything yeah. to get over in college. You know, I, I was cutting hair. I mean, you name it. I was right. bouncing at a club, me at a bar, bouncing mm-hmm. at a bar. I used to have this guy, this guy named, um, I ain't going to say his name, but he uh, he was <laughs> he used to work. And you know what his tip was? His tips at, at the end, I mean, he was a football player, and he played receiver, but he was a tough little SOB. Mm-hmm. He used to, um, at, at, at the end of the night, you know how they have, like, the little mat bar, the little mat things that, they, you know, that. The rubber mat. Like, drinks, yeah, 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 yeah. And have a hole in it that pours sure. down. Well, this whole thing used to pour down into this cup. I mean, into this uh, pitcher. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, he, he used he to drink, drink the pitcher. Oh no! Yes. Oh. So all that Jägermeister, oh. Vodka, oh, Crown, Grey Goose, all that stuff went in one thing, oh. and he would chug it at night. Beer. Oh, I I, I don't know how he did it, man. I don't know. I'll say how he woke up the next day. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah. Can you imagine how your stomach, how your no. body would feel? No. Right. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's awful. Oh, and, man. You know, he ended up being a crazy dude, man. He, yeah. You know, he can't... Ended up. I think he was already crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 He was an <laughs> MMA fighter for a little bit. Oh, I yeah. Doing now. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I, crazy. I think this would be kind of uh, interesting. There, You know, I tried to get... Uh, our buddy Devon on yesterday to talk a little Sixers, right? Right, right, right. And he got denied to make an appearance on our show by his boss. Wow, wow. So I don't know. I, I guess it's a conflict in their eyes. I, I didn't really see it that way, but the, uh, apparently they did. Um, but I thought um, that got me thinking about what they're what they're doing while we're on the air. And I went on to the Twitter page 
of the midday account and I see they've got a bunch of poll questions up. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd ask you these poll questions and maybe even the people on the stream can respond. Um, the first question, and these are Eagles related. How would you grade Nick Sirianni thus far this season? The mm. options are A, B, C, and F. They don't even offer a D. I, and um, there's no plus or minus. Like you might give him a C plus or a B minus, which is probably where I'd be. B minus, C plus. Because too. I like the fact that he runs the football, but I don't like the fact that it took so damn long until he figured out that that's going to be the success of the team. And, and you, know, some, you know, go ahead. You're right. You're right. And, and and when you think about it, it's a progression all the way up to, you know, he's, it's a learning process. I mean, if you had, if you had the class, you had to learn the information in the class before you could take the test mm -hmm. and he's acquiring all his information and he's studying this information. So he's getting better as this information is coming in. Right. So I'd have to give him a B right now because of, but you know, it still doesn't take away from all the F work that he did before. Right. But he's at a point that he's learned and accrued all this information and he's and he's using the information in the right way. So, you know, so I have to give him a B. But if it was a, you know, a cumulative grade, it would almost be a D if you put all things being equal. But mm. I guess you're, you're, you know, your object at the end of the class is to pass the class and it's a cumulative. Did you learn in the class? And he learned the information in the class and learned well enough that he's starting to win now. So I have to give him a B. Barrett, I have to give him a B. You know what they say. C's get degrees. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jason Murdoch gave him a C. Muhammad Malik a B. Nelson, Jason Nelson C plus. A lot of B's on here. Solid B from Stinkin' Steichen. Wick <laughs> with a B minus. Uh, so they, and they're kind of in line with where we are. B or C, B plus, or B minus. Yeah, but I mean, you you learn it in the class, man. So that your your ultimate goal is to is to learn in the class, receive the information, and from that point on, you know, get graded on what you you know what you are at this point. So at this point, I have to say he's a B. He's okay. a B student right now at this point. All right, here's the next one. Do you like Nick Sirianni the person? Now let me give you the options here before you answer. Yes and no, but then there's two other ones. No, because there's too much pandering. And the fourth option is doesn't matter, just win. That's where I'm going to go. Doesn't matter, just win. What was the first one again? First two again? Just yes and no. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, I do. Uh -huh. No, I don't. And then there's no yes. because it's too much pandering. Right. I'm going to go yes. Okay. I do like him. Um, what do you like about him? As a person, I think it's kind of a weird question, but he cares about he cares about his players. Yep, that's good. He cares that's, about his that's players. That's true. That's and true. he goes to bat for his players. You know, he I, I've yet to hear him say anything negative about his players. Mm -hmm. He puts a lot of it on himself and his ability to coach, as opposed to their ability to play. Right. So, from a player standpoint, the way I look at him. He goes to war for his players, so I'm gonna have to give. Yes, I do like him. Okay. Uh, the other reason, another reason why you might like him is he's all about ball. Like that's all he thinks he about. Sleeps and breathes yes. ball. He's football. That's yes. It. Yeah. Like he has like, no other like life. That. Right. No other life. You know. He tries to incorporate his family, 
but you know, it's almost like it's pandering when he does it. <laughs> like he had his son up on uh, the stage with him um, the other day during the interview. You know, right. incorporated son. That to me, I, it was almost pandering. Yeah, you know what well, I mean. Well, usually you do that if you know it's going to be a rough one because right. that that is sort of a deflection tool. Like if you had a bad game, you right. your little son or your little daughter up there, and yep. then then the media is like, "Oh man, can I, can I really like ask this question?" He's got his four year old up there on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good, re- you weren't there, so hey, you would have still asked a tough question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Uh, we'll get to the stream too on that one. But uh, the other one is: Will Nick Sirianni be the long term head coach for the Eagles? And there's three options. Yes, at least a decade. So that's like an Andy Reid type of situation. Right. Second option is I could see five to nine years, and the third is no, he will be gone soon. Huh. That's really tough, man. It is. Because I'm thinking if he did just five and said five and just stopped at five. Yeah. I would say five. Yeah, I could see three to five, I would say. But five to nine, you know. That's a long time, too, man. That's a long time, you know. And this is not like the Steelers. The Steelers have had three coaches during their whole tenure oh, of being, know. A, you know, a team. That's absurd. Right. It really you know, is. So, <laughs> it, it, that's not real, really, really realistic these days to have a guy in the organization, the head of the organization that long. I mean, you only have special coaches like, you know, Big Red. You know, Big Red is – you know he's you know he's going on ten years being in Kansas City now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I feel yeah. like he just got there like maybe four or five years ago. Yeah, because twenty twelve was his last year in Philadelphia. So right. next year will be t- yeah, it'll be wow. He's going on ten years there. So 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, next year's ten years. Wow. Yeah. So you're looking at that, you know, and he'll be there for a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. I believe because you know he's tied to that quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, looking at the way Nick Sirianni is and the way he loves ball, and I really do think he has the ability to make guys better. I I really do think that. Okay. I think that he can coach guys into becoming better players because they are getting better. Right. There's a lot of so, yeah. ju- a lot of just win babies on here, right? When right. it comes to Sirianni, personally, that's that's where I'm at. I don't care, just win games. Well, you wouldn't care of anyways. No, <laughs> not really. Um, and then as far as the five to a lot of five to nine years when it comes to how long he'll be here on the stream. Mm. Is Sirianni a Philly guy? Six one zero is. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying his best to be a Philly guy. Right, right, you know, right. He's, he's trying a little too hard at that. I'm kind of glad he backed off on that kind of stuff. He now. just needed to, man. But, but you know, it's, yeah. it's definitely it's, – it's it's a chore coming into Philadelphia when you're not from Philadelphia, even mm. as players, because the expectations are a lot higher than other organizations. Right. You know, I played at other organizations. I played in Detroit where they don't give a damn. I played right. in Green Bay where they do give a damn. But I played in Pittsburgh with, you know, it's all encompassing. And I played here and it's also all encompassing. You know, it, it, it takes every inch of who you are as a man to play in Philadelphia because you're going to get good, bad, and indifferent. You're going to get people to watch film on you, break film down on you. 
And and if you don't play up to their expectations, they're going to tell you about it. Right. And Pittsburgh is all encompassing. But if you're making you're having a bad play, they're not going to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get down on you. They're not going to, you know, you know, force you to, you know, be held accountable for what you're doing on the field. Right. Here they do. Here you are held to a higher standard than you will be in Pittsburgh. And like I said, Pittsburgh is all encompassing also. Take every facet of your life. Yeah. But the reaction is a lot different than it is here. The expectations is for you to play and they watch film to make sure you're playing up to those expectations. And if right. you're not, they're going to tell you and show you. You know, just like we were talking to um what's his name the other day? He's down in Florida now. He says he's he's down there interviewing the GOAT. And there's four people. Oh, Rob Motti. Rob, Rob Motti. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Motti. Here they, the Super Bowl champion team with the best player to ever play the quarterback position. And there's only four reporters there. He might have been exaggerating, but I get the point. There's It's just not nearly as, as much or not. coverage. It's, yeah, You're not. It's the same yeah. thing was in Detroit. Detroit, there was nobody in that locker room yeah. trying to interview. At, at the most, you get five or six guys covering the Lions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even in, in, in Pittsburgh, at the most, you might have 10 guys. There is no less than 20 to 25 guys in every single time that you have a Zoom in person or whatever with uh, the coaching staff. It's a different man. It's a different animal being here. Yep. You got to be ready, but you can't have thick skin. You can't have thin skin. You got to have thick skin here, man. You have thin skin, man. They'll rip you apart. That's right. And same same way in uh, in – in the um, sports media, right? You got right. thick skin too. Exactly. Some guys they don't. don't. Tell you. Some well, guys don't. A lot of guys catch feelings. Yeah. Don't let your feelings get in the way. Well, look, look, armor. Look at armor. Saint. Philly fans can smell a BSer. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> Is that on the stream? Yeah. Yeah, he's exactly Armored right. Saint, yeah, he's exactly right. Yeah, like that that thing that uh, Brian Kelly rolled out the other the other night with the fake accent. Oh yeah, man. I mean, oh. you know, what is if, this? <laughs> he started coming here and, and saying things like "water" and you know, <laughs> "use" and all the the, 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 the language of the water Philadelphia accent. And, yeah, yeah we would have snuffed that out. John. Right, John. Yeah. Wall <laughs> <laughs> oh. Street. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. All right, here's one. Here's another one. This is the last one. Do you feel the same way about Sirianni, the coach, as you did when he got hired? And the options are no, but for the better. No, worse, disappointed. Yes, I never doubted him. And yes, I still don't like him. <laughs> you don't have one. There's there's not an answer for you in that whole list. Um. <laughs> Well, no, I'd say no, but for for the better. I don't think I, you know, I had no idea this guy. He kind of came off as a goof to right. me at first, and I don't think he is that anymore. No. I think he, I think he, I think he's okay. Right, right. I don't know if he's great, but I, he's okay. So he's kind of. It's. I feel a little bit better about him. I feel a lot better about him because he listened to me. Mm-hmm. Evidently, he watched every show that I uh, that I that I've given. Right. Talking about running the ball in that big offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started off saying that. I'm like, look, you got one of the biggest left sides in football. Why are we not trying to run the ball? You know, especially when Brooks comes back. 
Bro, that could be a totally – I mean, that might be the best line in Philly's history, Is bro. he coming back this year? It doesn't look as though. I know. It doesn't he, look so. He's eligible to play now, right? He, he could, right. If he was... Right. He's, and he said – and he responded, you know, Sirianni's responded by saying that he's not entertaining anything till after right. um, this bye week. Till after the bye week. So, we'll see. All right. Look, look, I like that big Chris. He's all right. He's all right. Saban says I right, too. Right, right. All yeah. right. All right. Oh, so, man. All right. Um, yeah, I right. Tonight, uh, Sixers, Utah, or the football game, or both? I'm going to flip-flop back and forth because I want to see Rudy Gobert against Against Embiid. Embiid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I want to see how Tyreek Maxey uh, and Mitchell pan out. Mm. Oh, yeah, you know Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, can he play defense on a high-caliber player like that? Right. You know, that's really one of the, you know, one of the kinks in his armor in his game is is being able to play defense with these high-caliber point guards. Mm-hmm. You know, starting with him, you know, what is he going to do against Curry? I want to see, you know, how he steps up, you know, and what type of game he's going to have. Because I'm, I'm hoping he goes out – and wants to go toe to toe with him, mm-hmm. you know, sh- you know, shot for shot with him, you know, and and, and I I'm thinking the NBA is gonna start encouraging that from him. I'm hoping he's gonna encourage it from him because they just to me they pass the ball around too slow. Now if you got pin up sh- um, pinpoint shooters like that that you know they they catch the ball in rhythm and shoot mm-hmm. it, and that's what you have in Curry and then you have in uh what's his name Green and Green. Yeah. You have the guys that spot up shooters. Niang. You got to you got to move the ball quicker, you know what I'm saying? You got to get the right. ball, you know, pass it faster and get the ball to them quicker. By the time it gets to them after they, you know, he he gets the ball, he switches here, then he passes it. Yeah. He, by the time he gets to the guys going to shoot it, the defense is recovered. So I mean, I, I need to see more of a a quicker game. Now, does it slow down because the Embiid's in? Is that why it slowed yeah, down? I think sometimes. Has? Yeah. I hate the end of games when when it's in his hands and he's out in the perimeter and he's going to put it on the floor. He faces up and he wants to put it on the floor. Drives me insane. Well, that means he's going to either he's either going to uh travel, right? Or he's going to lose. Or it. he's going to lose the ball. Right, man. He's just not a point, man. Not just a get point him to him guard, down man. There. Yeah. Man, please. Draw right. a double team and kick it out to a shooter, please. There you go. There you can go. Doc draw up a damn play out of a timeout? <laughs> Jesus. You're asking for too much now. Can we Harry. see like a couple of screens to free up a shooter? <laughs> Good lord. I thought this was this was gonna end when Brett Brown was out of here. Right, right. It's the same crap. All right, I'm gonna be watching all football tonight. I'm gonna do a little both, man. So yeah. see everybody at 10. Yeah, 10 o'clock tomorrow 10 morning, o'clock. 10 to check, noon. Check your damn email because it's good because it's gonna come to you in flash. No, I'm just playing. We're gonna we're gonna get that trending on Twitter one of these days. <laughs> Barrett, check your emails. All right, we appreciate Amy Fadul, Mike Mulhern for jumping on and uh, smash that like button, and we'll be uh, back tomorrow. Make sure you listen to Big Sills this afternoon at four o'clock right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy sh... Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder. And it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Mesa & Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.